0: What's up everyone? This is Roz Goldenwere of Ball Girl Magic and summer is around the corner. And I know I have been working out like crazy, trying to get ready. I don't want summer to catch me off guard. And what I've just found is a new app that really helps. It's called Active and you get access to hundreds of fitness classes And it's not just like any other fitness app. It's a unique experience, and it's trying to motivate you with the guidance of a trainer, but also amazing playlists. And it's not those canned royalty-free tracks that you don't relate to or don't help motivate you. It's filled with the music that you love. So you're getting the music you love, you're getting the guidance of a trainer, and it even offers a health kit integration so you can track your progress and access all your workout data in the health app. So just go to Aptiv.com to get started, and you can get a 30-day trial free when you sign up for a monthly subscription using the promo code MAGIC. That's Aptiv.com, A-A-P-T-I-V.com. Use the promo code MAGIC.
1: Just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. 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 talk about is it, easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. We sitting in here, I supposed to be the franchise player and we in here talking about practice. Well,
0: Coach
1: I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. What are
0: we talking you know? about? Practice?
1: We We not talking about when I'm in the court and <laughs> I'm doing We not talking about all of that. We talking about practice. We talking about practice. Infamous. Like, Top, top three? Top ever? Best ever? I mean, that's, that's the press conference of the of the decades awards. I mean, you remember that because A, I was just so passionate. He was just like, no, he was really, he, he said what we talk about like 20 times because he was really passionate <laughs> about trying to figure out exactly what the F are we talking about. We not talking about so me being an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he could, so incredulous. But then he started laughing. Like it was it was, fun, it was funny because you knew exactly what he was talking about. He knew he knew what he was talking about, and he was he was being AI. He was being the coy dude that we love. And I mean, I think I think right right about now, you know, the NBA playoffs is leading us to some pretty spectacular post game interviews as well. And there's,
0: there's a kid out there right now who doesn't remember Iverson's crossover but he remembers that press conference. You know, and and I, I I'm completely with you. Like probably the NBA playoffs so far, like the press conferences have been more lit than the games themselves. I mean, we're just now wrapping up the first round, but the the press conferences have been where all the action's happening. Um I'll just you, we're starting to get some quotes out of those press conference press conferences. I don't know if they're Iverson, Iverson infamous, but there's some pretty memorable ones. They're not going to rook us. Uh, David Fisdale, Memphis Grizzlies head coach. Basically, if you've been li- living under a rock for this whole playoffs, the summary of that is they're playing the Spurs. He's a first-year head coach. He's going up against Popovich, coaching legend in the NBA. The Spurs are going to the free-throw line. The actual number he gave out, stat after stat, the team had shot. Uh, I think 15 free throws, the Grizzlies did. And Kawhi Leonard of the Spurs had shot 19 alone. He shot more as a person than their whole team did. So he came into the press conference after the game and basically was like, I know, Pop, you guys respect him, and I'm a first-year head coach, but they're not going to rook us. Take that for data. And, I mean, it's become huge. Okay? Right? Take that for data.
1: That's that's cold. That I mean – okay i mean i don't know if that's AI. If we're, if we're if we're if we're putting that up against ai that's ai still takes the cake but you know <laughs> that's that's still kind of like he's like yo yo i may be new but i've been here ask about me so he he's kind of he's that's actually more in the ether family that's actually more in the nas like made
0: you look family but all right what else you got well, I mean, t-shirts were made. I basically feel like you have a good quote when people start making t-shirts. When you can <laughs> make money off, when you can make money off the quote. That's 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 real. That's real. Okay, one more. We're going to do one more because I think this also kind of had a viral moment during the first round of playoffs. Sadly for all you Westbrook Westbrook fans out there, I wish you condolences. OKC's season is done. They lost to the Houston Rockets, um, and the Rockets basically handled them. Westbrook was phenomenal, but the rest of his team um, struggled a bit. And a reporter wanted to ask about that in a press conference. Westbrook had just lost. OKC is down 3-1 at this point to Houston, and... The game clearly showed. I mean, the statistics, they clearly highlighted. It was very clear. When Westbrook was on the court and he had a triple-double that game, the team did well. And when he was on the bench, the team really struggled. Like, number statistics show this. It was very clear. So the reporter, and I'm going to tend to side with the reporter being one myself, he asked a very legitimate question, in my opinion. And he said, you know, he wanted to know what happens. And the question was directed to Steve Adams, Westbrook's teammate, and he basically said what happens to the team when Westbrook is not on the court. And Russell didn't allow his teammate to take the question to take the question. Russell, first of all, he shushed his teammate. Yo, he he sh- he shushed the teammate or the reporter. He sh- okay, that's a great question. He shushed both of them. So first he said, "Hold on, Stephen. I don't want- I'm actually reading the quote right now. Hold on, Stephen," to his teammate. I don't want nobody to try and split us up. We're all one team. Regardless if I go to the bench, if Steve is on the floor, if I'm on the floor, we in this together, don't split us up. And then the reporter tried to clarify, okay, I'm not trying to split you up. I'm just trying to understand. And he asked Adams the question again, and Russell still wouldn't let him answer. Basically, Russell then shushed the reporter. And he was like, nah, nah, next question, next question. And the reporter then got, you know, then the reporter was in his feelings. The reporter was like, no, I'm not going to give the mic up. (laughs) And it got really awkward.
1: So. Yo, I, yo, who who knew being a reporter was like <laughs> just entering the rap battle with Tupac? I did not realize that it was this gangster. But yo, players, players, and reporters—the you know the, the WWF uh, lineup that
0: we did not see coming. All right, okay, yo, we out here yo, shushing folks. Knew? Right, we out here, sh- and who knew that a press conference was going to be so heated? My goodness. And so, it, like, it really got uncomfortable because, like, it kept going. Like, Westbrook would be like, no, nah, I'm not taking it. And it was weird. But because- Westbrook, is, Westbrook is that dude, though. Westbrook been this dude.
1: Westbrook, when they talked about Kevin Durant during All-Stars, he was the same dude that was like, I like your shoes. Oh well, I like your hat. He was just like he's Mr. Deflector, so I feel like I also feel like, come on, son. Like if you know a dude, like he's just going there to avoid getting the fine for not showing up. I feel like they get fine if they don't show up, right? So yeah. I feel like as a reporter, you should already know. Like don't provoke my man. Like you, you. Everybody knows that one. That that one dude, that one girlfriend in the pack. Like just yeah, it takes one look and she can pop off. Just don't look <laughs> right. at her. Just don't step on her shoe, don't give her another drink. Like it's it's about to be a problem. So just I feel like everybody should be put on notice right now with Westbrook and just be like, leave my man alone. He's right now, he's all focused about winning and about the games. If you have any major questions, just don't ask him. Don't ask him. So <laughs> give him give him a snicker bar because he's not him when he's <laughs> hungry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so 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 what you're telling me, Yvonne, is that you're a Westbrook apologist. You're a Westbrook apologist. I don't even know what that means.
1: What I'm telling you is, <laughs> you don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Leave leave Westbrook no,
0: alone. No, 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 no. I feel there you. I feel you on the there whole. There should be
1: shirts, but leave my man alone. Y'all know he is. He, he's not here for this. He that he's like no, I did, He's like I ain't signed up to be the dude who talks after the game. I signed up to be the dude who dunks on them. who, no, it, who hits the threes. I'm
0: done. I I feel you on some of that. I have two objections. Number the first one is. All this new CBA money going to the players, where they're getting these super crazy contracts. A, a, a huge chunk of that is coming from the TV contracts, which are multi-billion-dollar deals. So it's part of the it's part of the job. And if you're gonna be the best player, you're gonna to have to talk to the press. I mean, I, I, I'm taking I'm taking this
1: as like a as a, on on the talent side too. Listen, I'm one of those talent that I'm like, yo, I love doing interviews. I love talking. I love you know put me on the red carpet. Who you want me to talk to? Cool, cool, cool. cool. There are other, there are other actresses and actors who are just like, guys, I'm really about the work. I'm just, I don't, if I could avoid people in general or, put, you know, or reporters, I will. But you could be like, but you making 20 million, uh, you know, a movie. The least you could do is talk to us. It's like, eh. you know, so, I mean, I get it, but you got to understand different people, different personalities. Right. So I think and that's I, I that will, should also be respected.
0: That is, should be respected. And, and, and that is, but. What I'm saying is, like, he also needs to respect the the person who's also doing their job, right? I mean, so, I, don't think, I don't think anybody should be shushed. Now, don't get me wrong. Exactly. Like, I don't think— and so What I'm saying, too, to continue my point is, this guy asked a legitimate question, and respectfully so. Like, if a reporter's coming with a stupid question, like, for instance, Chris Paul recently basically laughed at a reporter. After Game 5, the Clippers lost to Utah, and reporter just asked him—and that was another viral moment—the reporter asked him— do you do you think you'll be back here for a game seven?
1: Ha! Huh, I would laugh too. And so what you sure. trying to say? What you trying to tell me is you think you all gonna choke and lose the series and never come back to uh, the to Staples Center for the rest of the season? <laughs> like, come on, son! Like I would be like, I would just be like, don't believe me, just watch. I would just, you know, I exactly. I, I think I think when people ask questions like that, you know. You answer from where you're at, but you could also be like, "My dude, like that's what. What, what we talking about? We talking about one more game? We talk about? We talking about one more? We talking about coming back home to play to go into the next round? Is that what we talking about? What are we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you know, I feel like that's AI fits. I'm just saying, like I feel like what Westbrook should do is just carry uh, a recording of AI speech, and every time he just gets on the podium, just press play. That's
0: it. And it's just like, I disagree just, and here too, well, not disagree. I, actually, I, I respect that. First of all, on Chris Paul, reporter asked a dumb question. I feel like I'm here for players holding reporters accountable. And it's, it was a funny moment. I'm sure that reporter was embarrassed. It was stupid. Like, what's he supposed to say? We're going to lose? But Westbrook shushed another grown man who was doing his job that's so disrespectful multiple times. He also, the point, if you, if you actually watched it, Westbrook was trying to say we're a team but in saying we're a team he actually shushed another grown man his teammate and wouldn't allow Stephen Adams to answer the question and it was very awkward and then the last thing I just want to say or, or, because I, I know me, it's okay we can agree to disagree Westbrook is, he has another agenda as do many people using the post game press conference that answer wasn't to the viewers at home. That answer wasn't to the media. That answer was for his teammates. He wanted to say, regardless, we're a team. I don't want to be split up. It's me and them together. It's not Russ versus Russ on the court versus when the rest is on the court. So he had an agenda. And I also think, you know, when we go back to what Fisdale was saying about the refs and the fouls, take that for data. They're not going to rook us. That wasn't for the viewers at home. That wasn't for the media trying to write their stories. His agenda, he's talking to the refs. So the press conference has become a, a vehicle, has become a tool. And I'm just wondering, as a, as, a, as a member of the press, or even as a humble viewer at home who just loves sports, are we getting used? Or are we happy for the drama? Are we just happy to be here? I don't know.
1: Girl, what are we talking about? <laughs> that's how i feel about it, right? it and, we, and, and and we never got an answer from AI. he just he the whole rack of open-ended no, he said, questions he said, he said practice we talked about practice? He, <laughs> no, but but, but he, he
0: that was a question so I, right. what are we talking about i'll it's Let's open-ended talk. you want to talk about something else i think I, another thing i think this goes into and and actually i first want to start with you know condole you know just Sympathies and sending love out there. Um, biggest thing that happened, actually, just happened yesterday, and it's still happening today um, while we're recording this. ESPN had all those layoffs, um, and they, you know, there's reports it's continuing to grow into a list, but way over 40 people are saying, you know, up to 50, 100 people on air, respected, long time, veteran talent have been laid off from ESPN, and many of them found out, I mean, I think all of them found out that day. Imagine you go to work. I mean, you could see people's Twitter accounts, and they were saying things like, see you tomorrow, and then, like, five minutes later, see you at 9 9 a.m. Sports Center, and the next day, it's, uh, you know, regret to find out. I'm gone. Thank you to ESPN and all my friends. So, um, the conversation, we, first of all, I wish everybody who lost their job, it's unexpected you know especially when it wasn't expected and in such a public way and in such a disappointing way you know send all my best wishes and I also think that I'm someone who truly believes things happen for a reason hopefully this opens really exciting new doors for all of those people um, so first to lead with that but then second the conversation that has come out of it is what ESPN did do is a lot of respected kind of Reporters, that, um, people that, and maybe that they found to be expendable, they cut, but they invested money into and did keep people with bigger personalities. Um, sometimes people who some may say are polarizing. Um, and, you know, Yvonne, on a bigger scale, like, is that, what does that say about our America? Like, that ratings are all going, do we want more TMZ coverage? Do we want, do we, do we enjoy polarizing personalities? Do we want more, or do we want more f- dry facts and stats? I mean, times are changing.
1: I mean, I think it. I think it all depends, right? People, networks have to adapt and change with how people consume things. You know, Netflix is big now because people can. You know, like the way uh, there, there used to be appointment TV, where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna every Tuesday night, I'm gonna tune into my favorite show. Then Netflix came on and it's like, mm, we're gonna release every single episode from the season tonight on friday and then that created binge watching as a thing that wasn't that that didn't happen and so now the networks had to do things like oh streaming or on demand and so i think with every social change like the consumers change, but also, like, big business has to change. So with the way people are consuming their sports, I mean, I, I know I used to set my, my, my clock for sports center. I used to, you know, I used to want to see what Stewart was going to say and, you know, who did what, what dunk made it, et cetera. But some people are like, mm, I can get that on my app and I can get that on this. And so what happens is, like, ESPN is losing, you know, they may be losing money from, uh, you know, from uh, – what do you call it, from uh, advertisers. And so they got to figure it out. So then it's like, man, who do we lose? Who's, whose program is still getting the top ratings? And it might be those people who are the flashier ones, who have the most personality. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's who you want to keep. Yes, you want you have journalists that are about their business. Yes, you have journalists who, who do a good job and who get the job done. But it, then it's just like, ah, but people are attracted to, Personalities is the same way that we have unscripted TV, reality TV, that like you have smart people who went to, like, college and have three degrees and they're like, yo, but my guilty pleasure is watching Real Housewives, you know, so so it's just kind of like... A flavor of love. A flavor of love. (laughs) I love New York. It's just like, my that's my guilty pleasure. So it's like, there's a world that exists where people like different kind of content and who like people who are, you know, let's talk about Bill O'Reilly. Like, yo, Bill O'Reilly was like a known racist, a known bigot, a known so many things, but he had the top rated show. He had advertising and, and it took the 89th uh, sexual assault charge or sexual charge, like harassment charge to be like, mm, maybe he did one of these. Maybe we shouldn't give him the, our time of the day anymore. But it was just like, yo, he he. They he, his show funneled tons of cash because he was a personality and you knew that you were going to expect something crazy out of his mouth. So, I mean, in terms of like the layoffs, yes, it's sad. Nobody wants to lose their job. Absolutely. But You know why, you know, they're why they kept certain people. And, you know, like it or not, for better or worse, that's that's the society. Like, that's what society wants, whether it's right or wrong. It is it it kind of is what it is. And those people who are engaging. I mean, I I remember when Stu, Stu, uh, Stuart Scott, for those folks who don't know who I'm talking about, um, the late great Stuart Scott, when he used to who he used to come up with. Booyah. It's like I wanted to watch when he was on. You know what I'm saying? Or Ahmad Shah, because you knew like they were going to say some some crazy stuff. It was going to be cool. And you you went and you watched. So people watch for people, for excitement, for entertainment. It's still while it's journalism,
0: it's still entertainment. It's and interesting you say people watch for people because then you would get then people would wonder, but weren't we supposed to be watching ESPN for sports? Just like they compared it to MTV, like remember MTV used to actually play music and then you notice how kind of MTV has died off. Now, I would not say ES- ESPN is still the world, the, the world leader in sports coverage, even though they're doing these cutout cutoffs. They're still the leader in all of sports coverage still as far as, you know, TV. Um, but are we there for the people or are we there for the sports? Well, it's both. You, I, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. It's both. You're
1: there I- for you're are you there for the people, yeah, because the people like Merv Merv out you were there for Merv, you knew Merv was gonna come through with a suit that didn't like okay <laughs> what what kind of ties he does he have on today? so you're there for the game, but you also like to watch Merv. So I think I, I think part of what makes the game more exciting, you know, I, when I watch uh, soccer with my dad and it's on Spanish TV, I don't know jack of what they're saying. But all I know is when they say, he say go, you know, that's, that's the only reason I'm here, because I know that I can trust that when one of these teams make a goal, some Spanish journalist is going to be like, he go. And I'm like, Yep, that's it. That's somebody's scored. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think it TV is entertainment. And while, and while and and but the thing is, you can go to Fox Sports for a different kind of coverage, you can go to TNT for a different kind of coverage, but you're going to, to for you know, I think that it's options. It's like when you go to the aisle at the grocery store, you can have flavored water, you can have flat water, you can have still water, you can have you know, sparkling water, whatever you want. So that's ESPN. This is like saying, hey, this is what this is what we're giving you. So if you I agree don't come with to you. us, this is what we're giving you.
0: I agree with you, and I think, um. I, I personally, I feel like, you know, sports again, kind of like our show. I think you mentioned this once. It's like sports may be where it starts, but it's personality driven. And I'm okay with that. Now, I know there's a lot of people who kind of feel like maybe in the morning, you know, all these daytime shows, people are just yelling at each other back and forth. And it's stupefying America. And it's it's, and it, that even happens probably on, you know, on uh, political shows as well. But the last thing on this topic that I'm just curious about because I know where I stand is another conversation piece that came out of this. People were saying people are, it's not just because the number one reason ESPN had to make the layoffs is because chimes are changing. They lost over 10 million subscribers. People are consuming media differently, streaming more, going digital, social, using their phone instead of TV. But also maybe consumers are making choices about the way sports is covered. And what I saw on Twitter a lot were people feeling like ESPN was getting too political and my feeling, so the question is, like, do you think it's okay to mix sports with politics? And my answer to that, which this is a conversation that I think comes up a lot, is yes, absolutely. Now, you're going to offend some people when you start doing that, depending on what side you're, the person speaking is on. But sports, I think, in in, in like... I don't know if this is right. inherently has to speak, go to politics because they're so intertwined. Sports is such a huge part of culture and often sporting events are such huge stages that the biggest statements that will affect our country and our people and our society and our culture are often made with athletes as a vehicle or sporting events as a vehicle and a tool. And if we shy away from that, I think it's irresponsible. Uh, I think, you know, for instance, um, you know, whether it is, um, you know, people don't like the conversation of, uh, whether it's Kaepernick taking a knee this, this, this past year, you know, and the conver- it became a bigger conversation about what is America doing for minority groups, you know, it, it became a healthy conversation, it was, it was uncomfortable for many people, but that's because we needed the conversation, and it started from an athlete. I think that's okay. What do you think?
1: Uh, you know, I think I think that a- athletes have always taken a stance in in terms of politics. You know, you like Muhammad Ali. In terms of, I mean, I, I'm not just athletes. I, I think um, all performers. Exactly. You have better athletes. better set. Better set. Yeah. You have all performers, all entertainers. You have musicians, Harry Belafonte. You have all these people who took, you know, Ray Charles, who was like, I'm not going to perform in Georgia because, you know, they're, they're racist. And he had the song Georgia, Oh, Sweet Georgia. And, you know, I, so I think that we all have a resp- responsibility. If you have a platform that you want to use, because everybody that has a platform shouldn't use it. <laughs> because you just don't know what to say, and that's okay. I think there's there's more than one way to be effective in your in your craft as far as having a larger social voice. If you choose to have one, I don't necessarily think that it's fair to to tell somebody, oh, because you're famous, you must have a platform. Because no, people want.
0: I don't think that's fair at all. But I think. But if Yvonne, you... have you ever tried to have a stance on something, you know, maybe political or so, about society, and someone came out their face and said, "How about you stick to acting?" Has that ever happened? Like I mean
1: it, all like all the time to anybody because right. it's kind of like you know with social media now at, there are a lot of people who feel like they're experts in one thing or another, whether or not they are, but also like you know everybody has a voice now because it's so accessible if you have thumb. You have a voice. If you can tweet, if you can Instagram, or whatever. But I mean, what does that mean? If somebody tells you, "Why don't you stick to acting?" That doesn't necessarily mean that, like, that's all you will do. It's like thank you for your opinion, but like I still have a like. You are not going to silence people, so right. I-, I think there is more than one way to get th- whatever message that you want to get out out. So I-, I mean, again, I say if you have a platform that you want to utilize. As long as you know what you're talking about and you're not talking out the side of your neck and it makes sense and it's, you know, for the greater good or to to advance social change in a way that is critical and effective, then turn up. But if you just if you're going to cause more, you know, hate or anger or fuel more, it's just like what's 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 your motive? I think I think beyond anything is what's your motive? Mm -hmm. What's the motive that you're using to speak out or not to speak out um to act or not to act so Mm -hmm. i think in life you just intent is one thing action is another but motive is principle
0: and and i think too like whether you're an athlete or an actress or a politician like i think having a platform comes with a responsibility it doesn't come with a mandate but I, i think you know if you have a platform, it can be really p- powerful. So let's say you're someone who has a platform. It's not a must that you have to take some kind of stance, but let's say you did, it could be really impactful because you you think about the people who are often oppressed, they don't have a press conference to tell that story or they don't have someone doing an interview or a magazine to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who's gonna tell those people's stories? And a lot of times, I'll take it back to sports, a lot of times it's athletes who often came from those situations, and it could be an actress, it could be anything, but this is the world I work in, that came from those situations who can relate to it, who can tell those stories, whether it be their own or a friend's or a auntie's or a cousin's. So my thing is, if you actually say, which is not your, you don't have to, but if you say, okay, I'm going to use my platform, then, and I think you kind of said this as well, Yvonne, you've got to be responsible and respectful in what you say and how you say it because you know some people have used their platforms and tripped themselves up and gotten into trouble saying the wrong thing or not being uh thoughtful of who it affects and how it affects people you know what i'm saying absolutely absolutely you gotta you gotta know what
1: you're saying why you're saying it and uh and what you have to if what you have to say makes sense and who it impacts so yeah absolutely one guy who's really
0: good at saying anything is a guy named Drake. You've heard of him? Drake, the rapper? Uh, I know him as Drizzy.
1: Uh, okay, Drizzy. I, I, maybe this mm-hmm. is still your girl. Mr. Light Skin Swag. Uh, <laughs> Sir Cry A Lot. I mean, I don't know. I know him Aubrey. as a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Aubrey. Whatever Aubrey, I know him as... Uh, to Toronto's finest next export, you know, Canada's <laughs> own OVO. I, he has a lot of nicknames. Drake is Drake Is, he is the like the best thing to come out of Toronto? Is he the best thing uh, to come out of Toronto? I don't know. Let's think about it. What, uh, Vince Carter was pretty close. Okay, um, I'll give you
0: that because he played for the Raptors. Ooh, <laughs> he, was
1: just, he was just fine. Does and maple
0: I, syrup come from there or just the maple leaf? I don't know. Maple syrup,
1: <laughs> Canada does have some pretty dope uh, syrup and bacon. Okay. Um,
0: oh, the okay. weekend we're tripping. Hello, the weekend. weekend. Okay, the weekend after he cut his
1: hair. The weekend or the weekend before he cut his hair? The weekend cut his hair? Didn't he cut his hair? I feel like he mm-hmm. cut his hair. Oh, he might. You know what? He could be cute with cut hair. I'm. I'm gonna Google that right now. I feel like that's why I think yeah. I'm maybe of respecting him a little bit more. Not that he cut <laughs> his hair. I was like, oh, okay, that's your face. Cool, 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 cool. Let's. Uh, we can do this. Oh, he uh, cut it off. You're right.
0: Oh wait, wait, no, no, no. Oh, he did. Okay. okay. Did you Google it or not? i been googled, I I googled the weekend haircut, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's and it's showing why he cut it off November four, two thousand sixteen. I feel yeah. like yeah, he he he's
1: a, girl. You've just been I'm on different. the playoff circuit. You've okay. been on nobody's I'm social late. media network. Okay, copy. I'm late. I was like, I feel like he got a buzz cut. And <laughs> anyway, Is the weekend cute. I don't know, but anyway, his music's good. So whatever. <sighs> A lot he of people it. like his music. The some of the songs I just be like, Jesus, who's, okay, I got it. I can't feel my face when I'm Well, like, what? Sir, then stop. Stop smoking so much because you should be able to feel your face. Like, at, whatever you're taking to not be able to feel your face is probably not advisable. Like, his <laughs> surgeon general warning was probably on that. So, ah, this is right. so awkward. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, but Drake, Drake yeah, is hosting Drake. the first ever, the inaugural, the primero uno, numero uno. Y'all like that? Hola, mi gente, como tu sabes? NBA awards. Uh, so, yeah, that's happening this June. Is that June 26? is that before or after the ESPYs?
0: Ooh, I think it's before the ESPYs. No, it's it's definitely I think before the ESPYs. It's June 26th. I think the ESPYs mm-hmm. happened in July. And the inaugural show will present the winners of the MVP, Most Valuable Player, Rookie of the Year, Six-Man Award, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved, and Coach of the Year. That's all voted on by media. And then they'll have a bunch of other smaller awards voted on by fans. And it's going to be televised. And in case you didn't know, the way it was done before, it was announced during over the course of playoffs. Um, and... It it was just announced by the NBA that way. No TV show, no pomp and circumstance. But is it going to be televised? It's going to be televised on TNT.
1: That's going to be lit. I'm just going to be there for the fashion because I'm telling you right now, I feel like (laughs) NBA players and NFL players are probably up in the air with, like, best post non-court, non-field style. Like, I just feel (laughs) like... They come through, and you be like, "Oh yes, GQ magazine come through." Um, but Drake hosting—I mean, Drake is great. I, because you know, people forget, you know, because he, you know, they cry so much with his music that he <laughs> was you know nice. drake is a friend to the show he's a we love drake drake okay. loves insecure i love drake like I, try, I, yeah. I cried to drake hey drizzy if you listening like <laughs> no shade i yo i think you're awesome Issa and i we love you and appreciate you watching um so there is no shade but he don't act like he don't know that people cry to his music and then sometimes <laughs> he be in the booth crying to his own music like come on drizzy. you know what time it is um <laughs> Anyway, um, no, he's hosting. It. I think it's gonna be bomb because like he he is an actor. He's great every time he hosting at SNL. Like he's been bomb at that, um, and you know he's a fan. Drake is a he's probably more court He has probably more core side seats than um Spike Lee and Jack Nicholson cuz he just be out there and he I feel like he wants to be a coach in like another life cuz he be like come on son he's like yo you got money on this game or something drake like what's going on like do you have stock in the team that we don't know about so <laughs> i think he actually would be a really good host also like they the NBA is smart NBA is like people love drake also, women love Drake, so Drake is cool as far as the fact that he's a rapper, so you got the male audience, but then he's Drake, so you got the
0: female audience, so they're looking for ratings. They know what they're doing. I feel like Drake and Kevin Hart have been making all of the NBA money. Like, <laughs> Drake, no, Drake hosted the ESPYs, I think, a year ago, did a phenomenal job, actually. I'm. You know, you're there for the fashion. I'm going to be tuned in for all of Drake's skits because... He's really funny. I think rap is just one small thing that Drake's going to be oh, he's, part of he's, his whole he's legacy. But he's so
1: funny. But what you, what we going to say? Go I how much do you want to bet that he's going to have a crushed velvet jacket? <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like I think it's going to be either burgundy or like green velvet. Like I feel like I a part of me feels like I mean, he's not going to have a cummerbund because that's not that's not his thieves, but I feel like there's some crushed velvet action that's about to happen. Right, like the most interesting
0: man in the world. LeBron did crush velvet like pretty recently at an all star or something, but it doesn't mean no one else can wear it ever again. Okay, I got a question for you What What is
1: the one piece of attire that when a dude wears that you're like, aha, like, and I'm talking like turn up and turn down, so like dressed up and dressed down?
0: First of all, I must say that my eye is far more keen. On knowing when a woman looks good like what as far as all the details and what she's wearing like each piece fashion wise then for a man like for Girl, a man not I,
1: I, like, nah, listen, like you know when when you come when a dude walks by looking right what is that
0: catches you what that, is, is that? that is my thought like i just take them as a whole in general when nah. any man puts a suit on when any man puts a suit on I'm pretty generally impressed. No,
1: because you got baggy suits. You got baggy suits that you're like, sir, yeah. if you don't go and get that joint tailored, take your daddy okay. suit off. That's not sexy. What I like is a, it?
0: I like a fitted suit. I like a fitted suit. Not too tight where I can see all your leg muscles, but a fitted suit. And I think that's it for me. I'm pretty simple. Put what? A on. Okay. Okay. Well, then let me, let me, let me
1: I'm a summer start. First of all, if you got a fresh haircut, like whoo like I see the you line like, like wait I, it's a whole package don't worry I'm going to get all the way down y'all going to know by the end of this show like what I like Um, that's what I like <laughs> that's what I like yes with the Mars. no like if you got a fresh shape up and I'm not talking about this like this uh, shoe powder phenomenon that these men are. Please, let me tell you right now: if you are a black man and you get a haircut and your hairline is not where it's supposed to be at, and I see you with shoe polish, I'm I I have lost all respect for you. Okay, I need you to know that right now. Like, I know that this is like an Atlanta-based thing or downtown. <laughs> Stop it! Like, because the sun is gonna shine, it's right. gonna sweat, and then you're just gonna have streaks of shoe polish, and that's not sexy. Nobody wants that. No female. And if female you mess up
0: that. my clothes accidentally, brush into me or like.
1: I got white on now. I got now. I look like a Dalmatian now. I look like a 101 Dalmatian because you got shoe polish on my shoulder. Stab yourself. I'm not here for it. Um, just go bald, just like let it go, let it go, let it go.
0: Let it go. It's but, what quiet, but quietly, though, Yvonne, what's and popping? Say this men do look better with hair. I mean, it
1: just depends on what you can pull off. I would rather you not have hair then you try to hold on to the three strings that you got like right. stop it nobody right. I'm not sir do everybody <laughs> a favor don't try and braid up that last bit of <laughs> that last bit of strand in the, the nape of your neck kill it right now stop it um but okay what so else, I like, what I else I, like? What else I like a like? French haircut but I like like a fittest like and I like a, a dude that will be bold and wear a color like a burnt
0: orange you know what I'm saying Like, like so come out like take over risk. risk. Take they, a, you, you're saying you the guy has to be fit though because who's wearing a fitted suit if if he don't got the body for it? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: no no I need I need I need to be able to count some of these packs. Like I need like <laughs> you know like oh you oh you oh you bench you bench it you did two of days you got <laughs> buck on lock. like I need to know bro uh, that you can body slam me if need be. You don't know saying like I mean and like 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 Dude, a good away like a 100,
0: 120 pounds wet. Like,
1: Look, uh, I body slamming. Well, girl, uh, <laughs> 120 plus some change. I need you to be able to like, <laughs> and, and, by, and le, let me just say, I don't condone domestic violence. When I talk about being body slammed, I mean like in the right oh, way, oh, like oh. in a way that I like appreciate it, like you know when that time comes. So I don't want nobody to write you this question here. I right. don't want nobody to write us no notes about something. If I was talking about wanting to get body slammed, like wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait hear me out. But okay, so okay, so fitted fitted suit. Be bold, wear color. I'm open to bow tie, or if you have like. Just like a skinny tie. Ooh, a skinny tie. Ooh, child, a skinny tie. And then don't come through with some, some like, uh, some shiny, just, like, your father was a sergeant in the Marines' shiny shoes. Like, you know how that joint is supposed to look. Girl, let me tell you right now, I'm having all your babies. This is what I'm trying to tell Girl. you. But then on your off day, when you just want to just be relaxed, let me tell you right now, there is something about New York swag. I think New York yeah. dudes do it best when you have, like, baggy jeans with the tens but then like a fitted sweater like a sweater that like lets me know you worked out this morning <laughs>
0: <laughs> So hey, she- hey, he so is you- on the throne <laughs> <laughs> you said what? You want him to be wearing a medium shirt, like a size medium. you extra small? When you dry be no,
1: no. I actually no. I don't. I don't like dudes that come through with like the super uber medium. Nah, it's like, sir, you cut up circulation. I see all your veins. You would be a great crackhead. Don't do that. <laughs> so, so I mean, we're we're your size, but like, let me know that, like, okay, <laughs> I see what you' working with. Um, so. You know, but speaking of getting a dude, let me tell you right now, guess who got all the dudes looking like, whoa, who Serena Williams, because sh- she goat. came through on the Insta webs and crushed it by letting us all know she was pregnant. And I say to that, she is the goat of the day. And uh, and I mean, the greatest of all times of the day, like. This chick was pregnant when she won the Australian Open. You mean to tell me there are folks who got morning sickness. There are folks who are out here just like cramping up. She was just like, "Um, I'm going to take this baby and raise you a trophy. (laughs) What? That. You said what? She's amazing. She's already incubating a champion, is what she's doing. Like right. she's like like the baby inside of her is like, yeah, my mom's a, a winner, and so am I. <laughs> like,
0: never be able to say that. Like, I was, I was, I was being, I was. I mean, the baby's technically alive. Like, I was alive. I was there for the championship. I was born into championship. I have championship blood in me. Like, wow. They should just call the baby
1: because uh, I think that was her twenty-second win, right? Was that her twenty-second Grand Slam or something like that? They should just name the baby twenty-two. Just just be like <laughs> just you know, just to commemorate this honor. But then like what I didn't appreciate were people come coming at her talking about some, oh, well, you know, technically she had an added advantage by being pregnant because when you're pregnant, your body releases hormones, which gives you additional strength. I need anybody who is thinking or saying these things that have all the seats. There's a big toilet factory somewhere in the world. And I need you to go there and just flush it. Just flush, flush right. it because I'm not here for it. It just lets us know she's still the greatest of all time. And she did it while pregnant. The end.
0: G- girl, drop the mic. It really Boom. showed and yeah. shout out to and shout out to her boo, who you know on the flip
1: side might look like he's slim, but there was a picture of him on the beach, like picking her up. He was like, "I got your body slam." I said, "Ooh, Serena!" Ooh, back to body slams. I mean, Vanilla boo was doing. Vanilla boo was like, "Ha ha, you not gonna,
0: you not gonna come for me because I can pick my baby up." So Serena winning, Serena winning while pregnant for me is like the. It's just such a crowning on the beauty and the strength and the glory of womanhood, and like should be celebrated. It should be a story we tell. Like oh, man. it is, it is so beautiful, powerful. It's even, it's it's sexy. It's amazing. Like it's it fires me up. And, I, and, and you know, women. Hear us
1: wrong. That's and you know what, Roz? You know what that is? That's that ball girl magic. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha!
0: Boom! Drop some fire on them. Also, fellas, as complicated as Yvonne was with uh, what she thought was finding a man, if we're dressing up, just throw on a fitted suit, have a nice smile and fresh breath. (laughs) <laughs> you got a shot with me. Okay.
1: A <laughs> uh, lower expectations. <laughs> all right, we well, all well thank y'all so much for uh laughing with us on this episode of Ball Girl Magic. Uh tell us what you think. Tell us tell us what outfits a guy can have that makes you do a double take. Or fellas, if you listen, tell us what you like to see in a lady. We you know, we want to take some of your comments and and uh engage with you on the Twitter. Uh hit us up at Yvonne Orgy and at Rosgo21. That's it. And we're also on the gram as well. Until next time. Bye.